Turkey Call All Access, the official podcast of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Brought to you by Nomad. Turkey Call All Access is a digital campfire where we discuss topics of the day, conservation efforts, tips and techniques to better your experience of field, and our members' stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Turkey Call All Access podcast. We have a really interesting episode today. We're talking with Williams Gun Sites about their new Red Dot site that they're releasing. Um, it's specifically designed for turkey hunters. Um, kind of its big claim to fame is that it's 30 to 50% lower sitting, um, gives you better target acquisition. Uh, for anyone who's looking to upgrade their turkey gun, in anticipation of the 2024 turkey hunting season. You're going to want to give this a listen. We'll get to that and more in 90 seconds. Bass Pro Shops and the National Wild Turkey Federation stand together to help make a difference for the wildlife and scenic lands that enrich our hunting lifestyle. Since 1973, we have positively impacted more than 22 million acres and invested more than $9 million into wild turkey research, an effort supported by Bass Pro Shops. The restoration of the wild turkey is one of America's greatest conservation success stories, but the work is far from over. Through the continued contributions of partners like Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops, the NWTF mission is a movement that is delivering the right conservation work at the right place and at the right scale. Hey guys, this is Aaron with The Hunting Public. Each spring we head to the woods chasing turkeys and one overlooked product that we use religiously is Sawyer permethrin. We've used it for years to keep ticks off of us and it's worked extremely well. We don't like messing around with Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, anything like that. So I would highly recommend if you're a spring turkey hunter spending any time in warmer climates in the outdoors to use Sawyer permethrin. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters at Sawyer.com. Hey y'all, I'm Jason Hart, founder of Nomad Hunting Clothing. At Nomad, we're bringing simplicity and authenticity back to hunting. Whether you hunt to escape your hectic work life, for locally sourced organic meat, or to socialize with friends, to uphold your favorite family traditions, we're with you and we do the same. At Nomad, we understand your gears and investments, so our products are engineered and priced for every hunter, tested in the real world, and designed to last. Hunting is in all of us. Nomad is with you. All right, so welcome back to the Turkey Call All Access podcast. We are here with Mr. Brian Wright and Philip Matthews from our NWTF communications team. And uh, we're going to be talking some turkey hunting tech today. So we're pretty excited. Um, why don't we start off with um, Brian, if you could just give us the rundown on who you guys uh, are, kind of some of the history behind the company, um, and then we can we can get into um the main topic of today, which is your guys' new site. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys, thanks for having me on board. I'm pretty excited to talk with you guys. Um, yeah, again, uh, I'm with Williams Gunsight. Um, I'm the operating officer here at Williams. We have a manufacturing division and, uh, and a retail division of our, our company, but we've been around since 1926. So we're probably one of the largest, or sorry, longest running um I guess in the industry, firearm accessory manufacturers for the last almost 100 years now. Uh, again, it started in 1926 with Harvey Williams. Uh, he started as a gun site manufacturing operation and gunsmithing facility. 
So that was in the, the late 20s, into the third, 30s and 40s. He continued that. And then he ended up having, I think it was six or seven sons he had. And they continued to build the manufacturing side uh, of Williams and their gunsmithing side. And again, they, they were known back in the day for making peep sites. And we actually still make peep sites to this day um, that Harvey developed back in the in the 20s and 30s and 40s that go on lever guns, go on Ruger 1022s. So a lot of times when guys hear Williams gun sight, they think of the old school peep sight. This is sort of what we're known for. And uh, we don't do plastic here. We do metal. So metal quality peep sights. And uh, back in those 20s and 30s, guns from manufacturers, they didn't have very good sighting systems. And that's when Harvey figured out, hey, I need to develop a gun sight that works better for customers. And that's what started the company almost 100 years ago. So fast forwarding until now, uh, well, not quite till now, probably in the 60s and 70s, his, again, six or seven sons took over the business. They grew the retail side a little bit larger than what it was years ago and grew the manufacturing side to where they just don't manufacture gun sites for consumers. They also manufacture gun sites for OEM companies. So like a, a Ruger, Weatherby, Browning, Smith & Wesson, um, that, they sort of grew that part of the manufacturing side um, in the late 60s and 70s. Then finally, in the 80s, fast forward a little bit more, uh, my father actually purchased the company. So our last name is Wright. Uh, I'm Brian Wright. My father, who is still here and the actual owner, uh, name is Tom Wright. Uh, he purchased the company from the Williams family. So again, that was in 1989. And then again, the Williams family at that time, they were quite old and ready to, to pass it along. So from, from there, kept growing the retail side, the manufacturing side. And to this day, we're still trying to keep chipping away at it. So it is a family business. Our, our last name are Wrights, not Williams, but we're still honor that Williams name since it's so strong for almost a hundred years. It's it's a known name for guys that have been in the industry for a little while. So, yeah. And um, out of curiosity, uh, on the the peep side of things, what is the the primary kind of market that that goes to? Is that like shooting sports, or who is really um, using those types of sites? Yeah, yeah. We get, actually get a lot of Boy Scout groups that are just getting uh, new shooters into the sport to where a peep site is a great way to learn versus a traditional scope. Um, I know I've learned better that way, starting small and work your way up into an optics, just to learn the basic functions of a gun and how to do your trigger pull, how to keep things accurate on, on paper. But so we get a lot of target shooters like the Boy Scout groups uh, and then uh, hunters with their lever guns. Um, so like a Marlin 336 lever gun that are putting peep sights on there to, to hunt and just sometimes throwing a three to nine power scope on it. It just doesn't look that great on a lever gun. Yeah. I feel as <laughs> great, but uh, um, so that's a big part of it. Uh, some other, Iron sights we make that aren't peep sights. We do uh, a lot of fiber optic sights that go on actually some turkey mm -hmm. shotguns that like a universal one that mounts right on the vent rib of the shotgun. That's real big for us. Um, we also do pistol sights. That's a growing market as well. Uh, and that's just been taken off the last well, 10 or 12 years as well. Mm -hmm. Did y'all or did the company at the beginning do any sort of a military contracting with with sites for post-production stuff, given that they were starting just before um, World War II? No, I, I've never heard of that. Again, that's mm -hmm. dating my father's time and my time here. Um, right. A lot of the stuff back in the 50s and 60s, that's really when they started getting into the OEM work. 
Okay. And every now and then again, through our retail department, we actually buy back used guns and we'll see like an old used Ruger carbine rifle that you can tell it's probably 50 years old, but it has a Williams manufacturing peep sight on it. Mm. And so it's sort of cool to see some of these old guns come in that are 60 years old that has our name on it on the site. Yeah. It's still working to this day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know, you guys are based out of Michigan? Yep, out of Davidson, Michigan. So we're in the mid-Michigan area. I guess where I'm like trying to think where on the the mid (laughs) is that. (laughs) Yeah, yep, mid-Michigan, right in the middle of it. (laughs) All right, well, um, you guys have released a new site. Um, Can you talk about that? Maybe talk about why you decided to step into the turkey world yeah yeah so again we've been known for years as target sites hunting sites and again it's more traditional iron sites uh getting geared towards towards lever guns but the last uh, hell it's probably been five or six years the red dot market has just went crazy and uh again a lot of our products are older school and it's just we're trying to bring some newer customers into our into our business and we wanted to get our foot into that market um yes. we had this concept come up uh of this red dot site well let me back up we just didn't want another red dot site out there in the world there's a lot of them out there it's mm-hmm. a lot to compete with and a lot of them are geared right towards handguns i mean that's the grow mm-hmm. or the fastest growing market out there is the handgun market so people are making sites for handguns um when we started talking, uh, well, even as a as a turkey hunter, hunter myself, using a red dot, it just doesn't sit right with you. Like when you your cheek is up off the sock when you go to shoot the gun or, or sight in or shoot at a bird, and it's just always unnatural. So when we thought of this concept and worked together to figure it out, we actually flipped the electronics upside down on our site. So we call it reverse. It's a reverse reflex site is our what we sort of coined the technology behind it. We basically put the electronics on the top of the red dot site versus the bottom. And by doing that, it exposes the whole bottom of the site now for your reticle, which means on a shotgun or traditional style rifle, your cheek can now sit down lower on the shotgun to make it a more natural feel. And that makes it better for follow up shots and just a more comfortable shooting site. And it's and we've been working on it for the last probably year and a half to two years. So it's been that long in the making. And we just launched it a few weeks ago uh, on our website. And we're already get, getting great responses and we're finding applications from customers that aren't, aren't just for the turkey world. Like there's a lot of three gun shotgun shooting competitions that are out there. Oh, yeah. Guys are finding the benefit for that. Um, even just the self-defense world is having a red dot that keeps lower on the shotgun compared to a standard red dot. But again, I'm a turkey hunter at heart and that's sort of what we designed it and geared it towards. And it's just, it keeps it on average down about 30 to 40% lower than a normal red dot site, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, talk us through some of the specs, um, kind of like battery life um maybe talk uh, i know you mentioned um that you guys don't make plastic sites you know what what is it made out of like what are people getting for what they're paying yeah yeah for sure so this is a um it's machined out of aluminum so it is a a metal site and and just to clear up i mean majority of our actually 
I'd say 90% of our products besides this one, we make it uh, in the United States here in Davis, Michigan. This one, we did have to reach out overseas to help to have manufactured. So uh, I just address that right now because everybody knows us as a USA made company, but the um, the factory that's actually helping us produce this, they're well known overseas. They're making some of the optics everybody knows today as SIG and a few other ones. And I won't go into too much more detail, but it's a it's a quality site and we wouldn't release it if the quality wasn't there uh, as far as overall fit and finish. Um, but it is a, a metallic body site made out of aluminum, machined out of aluminum. Uh, it has a 32 MOA segmented uh, circle dot and along with mm-hmm. the three MOA dot in the center of that 32 MOA circle. And again, we specifically wanted that style reticle geared towards turkey hunters or shotgun shooters. You just didn't want a single dot to shoot at your turkey. We want to actually have you put the whole head and neck in this circle to get your shot. Mm-hmm. And just it's easier for follow-up shots and along that line. So that was specifically geared towards the shotgun shooters, that reticle. And that took some time and is somewhat unique to our site as well. Uh, it does have six levels of brightnesses. Um, so again, it can handle super bright light out or super dim light. It doesn't have night vision capabilities. We've have had a few people ask that, but again, it's geared towards the hunting market and just normal outside, um, light, light levels. Is the it battery, a, uh, yeah. Sorry. Is it a single color optic or is it a dual color optic? Like, can you, can you change the color of the reticle or it's single. Good question. Single. No, it is a single red colored optic okay. along that lines. Um, takes a normal CR2032 battery on the top of it. So that's pretty standard. Usually guys have those floating around or you get them at your local pharmacy or wherever or Walmart. So that's easy to flop or switch out. Uh, battery life, depending on what brightness level you're at. I mean, you're, I mean, four to 5,000 hours. So it's, it's a long battery life wow. on it. And then we set the the timing on it to where the reticle will stay lit for about six hours. A uh, normal red dot sight will turn off after about two hours. But if you're out hunting and you're running a gun in for four hours, we want to make sure that reticle still on for you uh, while you're out hunting. So that was another mm-hmm. little minor thing we we changed on this or wanted to develop on on this site. With the um, lower um, profile, I guess you'd say of the of the red dot or it's mm-hmm. sitting lower than a traditional red dot, are you able to co-witness the the reticle with iron sights behind it? So if you're out running a gun and your batteries died for whatever reason, you have a backup, would you be able to run both a an iron sight and a red dot at the same time? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, a normal... So again, I've hunted it with the last two seasons, and I've put them on like my Benelli or I have a Mossberg 410 I've used it on. It didn't have a, at least my two shotguns there, they didn't have a rear sight to co-witness with it, but the front sight, yes, it would. Okay. So let's say cool. the battery totally went out on you, I could still use my front and B and shoot as normal. So that's yeah. sort of unique to where it doesn't block out your front B. So you can still basically have your main gun as a backup sight uh, yeah. or your main sight as a backup sight. Yeah. But we have got found it. in the tactical world, a lot of the, sorry excuse me um they have a rear ghost ring sight on their shotguns and a front like higher post it co-witnesses perfectly on those guns so if you do have a rear sight and a front sight post it will co-witness for sure i've got a a a red dot on my turkey gun and have had it go dead on me before 
and then had to like try to pull it off, like unscrew it to be able to use the front bead. It's like, this yeah. is not going to work very well. So being you able know, to still use the front bead with the red dot on it is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we did sort of unique with that site. We sell it a base. Um, basically, it's an adapter plate that holds our site that mounts specifically to, like, say, a Remington or Benelli. Um, specific receiver so it gets it even lower because a lot of your red dot sites you probably mount on a picatinny rail i'm assuming Mm. like on your current one you know so what you can do that so if you buy it off our site off the shelf it'll mount to your picatinny rail or if you want to get it even lower and sort of have the true benefits of it you'll take your pick rail off and put this adapter plate on and it gets it an extra 10 or 15 percent lower to where you can really truly co-witness and use it as your gun as a backup in case your battery goes out that's awesome. Mm. So that's something that's unique as well. It's like a paired system versus nice. just mounting to a pick rail. Yeah, that pick rail adds a good bit of height to everything as well. It does. Yeah, it does. Yep. Yep. I was curious too about um, if you could talk a little bit about like the development um, of the site and like what you guys had to do and like testing and, and go into some of that. And uh, as a co question to that, um, mm-hmm. I was also wanting to see if you could talk about if you have killed a turkey with it yourself yet. (laughs) And if you did, you know, give us that story. So again, we've been working on it for about two years. Um, The very first prototype we had made was, it was spring two years ago and it didn't have the reticle we wanted just yet. It just had a simple dot. The site sort of looked hideous sitting on a gun, but it was still the same concept of it's lower profile. And, um, yeah, the very first year I did a run and gun, um, the turkey hunt out in the field. We had a group of uh, Tom's out uh, a couple hundred yards out in the field and they'd already went past us. And, uh, mm. I know this probably isn't condoned in, in some States and, but we actually did a run and gun behind a turkey fan and, and had the birds come within 12 yards, run right up to us. And I smoked a nice Tom with it. And again, it was shooting it off my Mossberg 410. And, and that was actually the very first bird I shot with a 410. And it was, it was oh. sort of fun and cool at the same time to where you shoot and you're used to your normal turkey load about blowing you backwards. And it's like it's a little <laughs> pea shooter that just went off and the bird just piles up. And yeah, so that was a, a fun experience. But so ever since that, two years ago, we kept trying to figure out how to get the site lower. We worked on these special adapter plates. Uh, we worked with the factory to get the electronics the way we wanted it, the fit and finish. And it just, it took that long. Um, it was our first time working with somebody overseas like this to develop a site and to get it to our specifications, how we how we wanted it. And mm-hmm. it just took time. I mean, again, it's a lot of communication back and forth, passing samples back and forth. And like the testing part of it to make sure it's going to hold up out in the woods. I mean, we're taking out our own guns, wear and tear on it. Um, I know like one slug gun, we have one employee. I I had him shoot probably uh, five, six hundred slugs through the three inch slugs through this one uh-huh. gun, just trying to test the um the durability on it. And again, it held up just fine. The employee did not like that. <laughs> the, the shoulders were a little sore after that. And but again, we we put it through the ringer just in terms of durability over this last two years. And uh and now we're finally able to bring it to life here to customers and we're pretty pumped for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so were there uh was it is just the one that, that you've killed with it, or did you have luck the second year you ran it? 
Yeah, I got, yep. I got one again last year. So in, in right. Michigan, we're allowed uh, two birds a year and in the spring, at least. And, uh, no, last year was a more traditional hunt to where bird was on roost, probably 200 yards away and was able to bring them right into decoys at 15 yards. And again, with the Mossberg 410, uh, piled them up. Sweet. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was good. Been, that was more of a simple one. It's been kind of fun to see that that transition a lot more people hunting with four tens and that popularity of that being as a turkey gun is is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. That's a devastating round. Just those TSS four ten rounds and, and just to be able to shoot 30 yards with them. But even the birds I shot, they've all been 10, 15 yards. And it's just, um, it's almost like you're bow hunting with a gun where you, Mm. I still want to get them in close and, and it's, it's just a riot that way. So, when y'all were developing this, you said you ended up with a, pardon me if I'm wrong, a 32 MOA circle. Did yep. y'all uh, test different sizes or did you know that was the size circle you wanted to go with at the beginning? Yeah. Um, so it's like a segmented circle too. So it does, yeah. it's not a full circle, but um, our engineer could probably talk a little bit more specific on the reason for that 32 MOA, but basically it's at a certain distance it gets you the right um uh right circumference around a turkey head or a target like out at 30 yards we just knew hey at 30 yards you put that circle around the turkey's head and you're covered with it it was just like the right right size he basically he used his mathematics to get us right to that number (laughs) and showed it to us like that looks perfect (laughs) so that was a pretty quick development on that one yeah that the yeah. guys with the math that are always helpful in those situations. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. So um, I also wanted to see if we could just maybe talk to you a little bit about your mm-hmm. your history with turkey hunting and, you know, how you got started turkey hunting and um, if you have any 2024 uh, <laughs> goals for your turkey hunting season. Yeah, for sure. So, again, I'm... Uh, 38 years old. Uh, I'm still young and slowly getting older very quickly. Uh, I'm getting gray in my beard is with my kids. Uh, but <laughs> so again, I started when I was 12 and uh, in Northern Michigan is where I started with uh, my dad and a buddy to where it was all run and gun type turkey hunting. Um, start early in the morning, try to roost birds, not quite sure where they're at on state land. And I remember hunting for, I think it was two years before I got my first bird up there and it was a big Jake. And I thought that was the biggest bird ever. And (laughs) it was just something you'll never forget to where I remember, um, we kept chasing this group, a group of Jake's again, I was 12 years old and, um, we we hunted for like two hours and finally able to run and gun and get up within maybe 20 yards on them. They were on the other side of a big hill and I remember calling and they popped their head up over the hill and I was able to get a clear shot and got that bird. And then, then usually every year, my dad and I are out trying to turkey hunt ever since that it was, it was actually new to us back then this buddy showing us around when I was 12. And since then we just want to turkey hunt more and more. So usually each year we're out in the woods, um, I've gotten my wife a few birds now. She was new to it uh, six, seven years ago. She's she shot a few birds. Um, we actually took our three-year-old son out a couple years ago. He's now older, and he got to watch her shoot a nice bird. And so that was cool. It's just a family thing. Um, and in Michigan, we have a cold, long winter, so it's nice in springtime to actually get out, experience the the birds singing, the the fresh growth on the the trees and grass and and here turkey gobbles so it's it's something that's it's fun to us and and uh just 
that's another reason why we want to do the sites geared right towards that niche. Realize we won't sell a bunch of these like to the handgun market, but this is geared right towards that niche turkey guy, shotgun shooter. And it's something that's unique to us to push that passion. And are you guys going to have a booth at convention? We will. Yep. Yep. So okay. So this is the first that's year I signed thing. up for it. So I'm pretty pumped to get down there. Um, the, we have a 20 foot booth display. So we'll have a big Williams gun site backdrop to it. And we'll have uh, sample guns out on the floor. We'll have sites there to sell. And there'll be a couple of us down there showcasing the product along with myself. And we'll have some of our other products down there as well. Um, again, I mentioned earlier, we have a universal um, shotgun site that's designed to fit or fit to a vent rib. That's fiber yeah. optic. We sell that for around 50 bucks. So for somebody that just wants to get a better optic for their shotgun, the actual sights versus a front bead, that's always a great uh, introductory way. Uh, then, of course, we have our red dots. And then I'll probably bring down some more pistol sights. And um, we have a site that's become real popular out west for elk hunters and people that can't use traditional scopes out there. That's uh, called our mm. Western Precision Muzzleloading Site. That's sort of a unique type of site that's taken over the last couple of years out West. And just another one of those little niche products we try to go after. Can you talk a little bit about what, what is that? I've not yeah, heard of yeah. that type of site. So, like, uh, again, I'm not sure what, what state you guys are out of, but uh, we've learned like in Colorado and the Northwest, they're not allowed to use scopes when they elk hunt or big game hunt in certain seasons. So they can only use the sights or iron sights that come with their muzzleloader during muzzleloader mm -hmm. season. And so we developed a front reticle that sits on their muzzle muzzleloader. It's actually, a, I'm going to call it a BDC style reticle to where you have your main crosshair and then two other holding points. So mm -hmm. to where you can actually have these other holding points, be, let's say you have your main reticle sighted for 100 your next holding points at 125 and then 175 or 150 and 200. So it's like a, I'm going to call it like an older Nikon BDC style reticle. So yeah, almost have that bullet drop compensator built right into this iron sight. So it's non-magnified, but it's legal in these um, no scope states. Okay. And that's been a, been a huge hit. Cool. That's, I mean, for anybody who's going to be at convention, like, yes, like, you know, mm -hmm. it's the NWTF convention, but mm -hmm. we also have like everybody coming like they they don't just hunt turkeys. They they do big game. And, um, right. you know, we've got like the Africa Safari guys there. And okay. uh, so it'll I, I think people be interested, be excited to to check out your guys's booth and cool. uh, see the the variety of stuff you have, um, obviously, as well as the mm -hmm. the turkey here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually pretty pumped. I've always seen this convention on social media and YouTube, and it just looks like a riot. And uh, I'm actually excited just on a personal level to go down and walk around and see all the different vendors and just hang out with a good group of guys, it seems like. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's wild, especially Friday, Saturday. <laughs> that show floor is is popping. And okay. it's, right. it's usually shoulder to shoulder. It's a lot of okay. fun. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm excited. Philip, did you have um, any more follow-up questions? Any other topics you want to cover? Can't think of anything at the moment. Um, like Gilbert said, conventions should be a lot of fun. Um, the site I was looking at it earlier this morning online. It looks awesome. Other cool. than just like the low profileness of the optic itself, 
um, and the fact that the electronics are on top instead of underneath, the whole thing looks cool, which is always a plus. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see it in February. Um, yeah. My wife not, might not be excited that I'm going to see it in February, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'm excited yeah. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we retail it price wise for 269 bucks. And again, it comes with a Picatinny rail to mount right to your existing pick rail. But if you want to buy an ad- adapter plate, that's like another 22 bucks. So, I mean, if you oh, get the adapter plate and the site, you're about 300 bucks. And that's yeah. right in the ballpark with yeah. a lot of the other manufacturers. Um, yeah, that's not bad you, at all. Yeah. And you could spend, I mean, 500 bucks real easy on a different type of red dot site. And, yeah. and maybe we'll take it there someday to keep, um, have a different version or something like that. But this, I think this technology of just flip-flopping electronics is super simple, and I think it's a will catch on, and I and I hope it does to where turkey hunters, shotgun shooters, and we're already finding other platforms, um, like whether uh, it's a rimfire pistols that don't re- have a reciprocating slide. We've learned it works really well on those, um, and we're even trying it on a Ruger 1022s, other platforms, and making additional adapter plates over the next few months. So we're just, we're sort of doing a slow launch with it here and trying to get the word out. But I just wanted to start the turkey world since it's close to our heart or my heart. That's yeah. where hunters. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, where, I guess, um, where can people find you guys um, mm-hmm. if they want to come in person to your store um, and check out uh, what you guys have to offer? You know, where can they find you on social media? Yeah. Yeah. So again, we're online. You can find us at williamsgunsite.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, We'll actually throw a few discounts out through Instagram through those posts as well. And then if you are here in the Michigan area, um, we're in mid-Michigan area, we have a retail store. So you can come check out our normal retail selection. We'll have the site here as well on display, uh, a few guns. And just main thing is online. Find us online. That's where seems like everybody's at now. Um, we appreciate your time, Brian, cool. and um, look forward to seeing you guys in Nashville. Yes. Yes. Um, in like a month. Yeah, yeah it's not, it's not far away. No, oh, God. Not far away <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not far away. Hey, guys, this is Aaron with The Hunting Public. Each spring, we head to the woods chasing turkeys, and one overlooked product that we use religiously is Sawyer permethrin. We've used it for years to keep ticks off of us, and it's worked extremely well. We don't like messing around with Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, anything like that. So I would highly recommend, if you're a spring turkey hunter, spending any time in warmer climates in the outdoors to use Sawyer permethrin. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters at Sawyer.com. Bass Pro Shops and the National Wild Turkey Federation stand together to help make a difference for the wildlife and scenic lands that enrich our hunting lifestyle. Since 1973, we have positively impacted more than 22 million acres and invested more than $9 million into wild turkey research, an effort supported by Bass Pro Shops. The restoration of the wild turkey is one of America's greatest conservation success stories, but the work is far from over. Through the continued contributions of partners like Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops, the NWTF mission is a movement that is delivering the right conservation work at the right place and at the right scale.
Hey y'all, I'm Jason Hart, founder of Nomad Hunting Clothing. At Nomad, we're bringing simplicity and authenticity back to hunting. Whether you hunt to escape your hectic work life, for locally sourced organic meat, or to socialize with friends, to uphold your favorite family traditions, we're with you and we do the same. At Nomad, we understand your gears and investments, so our products are engineered and priced for every hunter, tested in the real world, and designed to last. Hunting is in all of us. Nomad is with you.